1: It seems like the haters kind of won the day because verse 5 says, When a violent attempt, a violent attempt was made by both the Gentiles and Jews with their rulers to abuse and stone Paul and Barnabas, they became aware of it and fled to Lystra and Derbe, cities of Lyconia, and to the surrounding region.
0: There are many times in the Bible where we see instruction to stand firm and resist sin, persecution, and the devil. But sometimes wisdom and the Lord would say to leave and escape. That's the case in today's message with Pastor Robert, as he shares the story of Paul and Barnabas's experience with persecution. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 14, as he continues his message, a divided response.
1: People read in the news, you know, about some serial killer. Oh Lord Jesus judge that man and protect the world from him and right but I don't know that I've ever prayed that God would bring that person to repentance and transform who they are I've had so many conversations you know I remember when it was reported that a notorious serial killer Ted Bundy had been converted to Christianity he had accepted Christ And it was amazing to listen. You know, it's like people were like, oh, yeah, sure he did. Sure he did. Sure he did. I have no idea whether or not it was real. No way to know. Jesus knows. Right? And we think, oh, it's impossible. You know, that evil, vile, murdering. But see, the creator recreates people. Isn't that brilliant? The creator recreates people. So if Ted Bundy became a Christian, Ted Bundy, the one who did all those heinous things and killed all those young women, he died. He no longer existed. And the person that was united to Christ by the Holy Spirit was brand new brand new. Now, a quick footnote about this thing, you know, it says that the unbelievers poisoned the minds of the community against the brethren. And I have to say this, you and I need to be so careful that we're not guilty of that because we do it to each other. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the worst. Because if somebody if somebody treats me badly or betrays my trust or cheats me, I may not tell the whole world, but I'm going to tell somebody. A close friend, a trusted person in my life, you know, and I'm just... I'm, I, I can poison someone's mind against that individual. And then what if they do repent? What if... God does touch them and recreate them on the inside, and now I've poisoned your mind against them, and all you can see is the vile, disgusting human being that cheated my pastor. How can you cheat a pastor? And your mind is forever poisoned. You have no idea. You may not have any idea that this person is not who they once were because God has recreated them on the inside. And we need to be careful because it's, it's easy to poison someone's mind with carelessly spoken words. And, and the damage can be very difficult to undo. The city of Iconium, the Bible says the city was divided because of the poisonous words of a few men. And so the, the people there either loved Paul and Barnabas or they hated them. And it seems like the haters kind of won the day because verse 5 says, when a violent attempt, a violent attempt was made by both the Gentiles and Jews with their rulers to abuse and stone Paul and Barnabas. They became aware of it and fled to Lystra and Derby, cities of Lyconia and to the surrounding region. And they were preaching the gospel there. They didn't stop what they were doing. They didn't stop preaching, but they did run away. You know, I can't imagine how frustrating that must have been to have to run away. But sometimes that's exactly what God has us do. Sometimes he does. It's not always virtuous as a Christian to stand and fight. Sometimes the virtuous thing is to flee. If that's what God tells you to do, well, then that's what you need to do. History and the scriptures tell us that those Galatian churches took root, they grew, Paul's ministry continued on, Proverbs tells us that a prudent soul will recognize danger and seek refuge from it. There's a time to do that. There's a time to, you know, God will tell us, you know, he'll point it out to us. Look, they're they're picking up stones over there and those stones that they're picking up are for you. It's time to run. But there are also times when he'll tell you, stand and suffer let him do it. Sometimes he directs us to run away, and sometimes he directs us to stand and fight, and sometimes he'll instruct us to just stay put and suffer. And I'm going to close with this final passage. Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 to 11. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, talking about the devil, talking about Satan himself, the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. The world around us, the society in which we live, tells us to love our lives, to make everything about me and my family and my needs and my interests and my kids' education and my retirement fund and whatever. But see, God says, that will mess you up forever. It will mess you up forever. You will lose out if you do that. You will miss out if you do that. And, and, and not, not just in spiritual pie-in-the-sky terms, but in, in, in earthly terms, even. Jesus said so. When I look at my life, I think about what I would have missed had I chosen to continue the career path I was on. I'm not the smartest man in the room, but I'm not the dumbest either. I was already doing fairly well at the age of 24, Well enough that my boss begged me to reconsider when I resigned. I had a pretty good... I was working for a great company. The stock options that I had at 24 years of age is what paid for me to move down here and paid for my tuition and paid for all my training and sustained me for the first year, basically. And I could have continued on that path... There was nothing evil about it in and of itself. But I would have missed out. I would have missed out on an unbelievable adventure. I doubt I would ever have seen the Dominican Republic or... I might have seen the Bahamas on a cruise ship at some point, but... I would, I would never have gone to Central America, Guatemala, Costa Rica, I, Mexico, I never, I, yeah, maybe, maybe Mexico, maybe Tijuana or something. His love is the, His love
2: is the,
0: the Book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit MainThingRadio.com today. Or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.